talks on psychoanalysis shares topics published in the IPA Society Journals and Congress Debates Worldwide, brought you in the voices of the original authors. We hope this window will allow you to experience the depth and breadth of psychoanalytic thought around the world. This podcast has been created by Gaetano Pellegrini and edited by Gaetano Pellegrini and Andy Cohen. Introduction read by Andy Cohen. In this episode, we'll present the work of a psychoanalytical peer group called Sophia Group. A peer group is made up of colleagues who choose to work together in order to explore a certain topic or achieve a specific goal. Sophia Group consists of five members from different republics that emerged after the dissolution of Yugoslavia. The goal of the group is to try and dream in the group and work all material out in order to hold the group and use it as a container for various experiences that the group members have gone through. One of the group members introduces it with general remarks on goals and processes in the group. Next, Dr. Giovanni Foresti talks about his experiences with the group as its organizational consultant. Last to speak is Dr. Paolo Fonda, who emphasizes his experiences with the dissolution of Yugoslavia and the war traumas that emerged from it. He also considers how such groups can serve broader social purpose. In this way, we hope to show how group work can be used to help people overcome their differences prevent bloody conflicts such as the Yugoslavian one, as well as promote healing processes after such traumatic events. My name is Anton Glasnovich, and I'm a member of Sofia Peer Group and also Croatian Psychoanalytical Society. Today, I have a privilege to present Sophia Peer Group and our first podcast for IPA World webpage. Here with me online in a virtual Zoom studio are three distinguished psychoanalysts listed in order of appearance. So here we have from Slovenia and Croatian Psychoanalytical Society and also member of Sophia Peer Group, Dr. Igor Okorn. Furthermore, from Italy and Italian Society of Psychoanalysis, we have Dr. Giovanni Foresti and Dr. Paolo Fonda. Dear gentlemen, it's my pleasure to be with you today. As this way of communication is relatively new and still underused in everyday scientific or even more psychoanalytical communication, I'm proud that IPA has allowed us to say something that we maybe find important regarding the topic we in the Sophia Peer Group are most interested in, and that is mostly trauma and disintegration of societies. Our group thinking, and by that we mean free associating and dreaming in the group, that has been going on in regular intervals for more than a year now, is based upon the notion that every member of the group has his own, her own experiences of the war that has disintegrated Yugoslavia into smaller countries in which, we'll, in which we now live in. Our own personal thesis and antithesis, or psychoanalytically speaking, conflicts that repeat over and over result in a specific synthesis, which we believe can be one of the possibilities for today's societies to find a way toward reconciliation and even more love. So, Igor, can you tell us something about the Sophia Peer Group and what do you think our perspective as a group 
in today's society is? Well, hello. Uh, to tell uh, more about Sofia is, um, well, we are four, we are from four uh, different republics of uh, ex-Yugoslavia. Uh, and uh, we actually get uh, got together very spontaneously and in in, in a process um, where each member was actually kindly invited in the group and uh, each of us and all together entered very free uh, with with free will and uh, at the beginning uh, with um, no um, let me say no obligation um we we found out actually very soon that that some very basic um uh, uh maybe unconscious topics actually linked us uh, together uh, and and those uh, those topics uh, were our common history our common language that that we share uh, common cultural uh, sport educational political experience that we share in 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 Yugoslavia in our childhood and in our youth and uh, we grew up actually with with some let me say same heroes and idols of Yugoslavia movie stars musicians uh, sportsmen uh, which which all were and still in a way are our our child and uh, and uh, heroes from our from our uh, childhood and 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 youth and um but on the other on the other side we 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 recognized how all this was at one point devastated and destructed and 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 uh, uh, this happened on the most violent and tragical way with with war with civil war and we lost all this uh, and we we recognized uh, at one point how how differences how how differences that were that were actually uh, hidden behind and and the boiled years and decades throughout generations and transgenerational nationalism and ideas were at one point uh, triggered and and raised and manipulated and end in the civil war which 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 lasted from 1991 to 1996 in in ex yugoslavia so can you emphasize more on what are the goals of the sofia group in more detail maybe um, yes, at, at one point, uh, when when met together in the group and started doing uh, these clinical presentations in the group and discussing about uh, all all our experiences uh, at our work, but also our experiences from our past and from 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 our traumas, uh, which came out in this disintegration of Yugoslavia. Um, we then realized that 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 the group could start with the processes of finding possible ways and tools to to repair individual and collective traumas that we all share and bear 
And uh, since we all work as analysts, uh, we are in our daily practice faced with, with the impacts of trauma and the impacts of disintegration processes of war, uh, which, which left, uh, which left uh, impacts on our patients and on their uh, descendants. Uh, and, and we feel obliged, in a way we feel obliged at one point to do, uh, to do some steps uh, and, and to do something for our uh, future and for next generations yet to come. Thank you very much, Igor. Let's now get to our next participant, and that is Dr. Giovanni Foresti. Dr. Foresti, you know our group and us personally more. So could you tell us first, what is your role in the work that Sofia is developing? When I met uh, uh, the group one year ago, uh, I was asked to function as supervisor. Uh, supervision is an obvious word, but also a misleading word. Uh, what we do when we uh, work together is to speak about clinical material, and this is more intervision than supervision. And uh, the second dimension of our work is uh, dealing with uh, SOFIA social task and uh, the, the structure of uh, SOFIA as a, as a group. This kind of work is more uh, an organizational consultancy more than uh, than uh, supervision. Uh, Sofia has uh, already achieved uh, uh, in produce mm, has already produced many uh, interesting uh, uh, results. The movie, for instance, uh, do you remember? And uh, and uh, uh, a paper. Um, which deals with uh, the differences between the um, pandemic and uh, the war experiences. This is very interesting for me. Uh, good. Uh, and in your perspective, what would you say is happening within the group and yourself? Uh, well, the, 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 the supervisor or the organizational consultant is basically an observing participant, or I prefer to say an ignorant foreigner. And he has to be informed uh, about uh, what happened. And the polyphonic work, uh, the multilateral perspective that uh, has to be used to inform him by the different participants into uh, the group, uh, makes uh, the histories that uh, uh, happened uh, years ago uh, becomes uh, to become uh, alive. They are hydrated, so to say, abstract concepts, uh, books, uh, and uh, and 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 the past experiences are made alive again. And the keywords such as forgiveness, reparation, elaboration, reconciliation are again, put into practice. The overall result is comparable to what uh, is now meant when we speak about restorative justice. The effort to put together conflicting parts or incompatible subjects. So, um, when we last heard each other, you were engaged in reading a book about war in former Yugoslavia. Why are you so interested in what happened in Balkans in the 90s? 
the the work that we did together made me think about the Balkan Wars uh, as uh, an example of uh, uh, unexpected event following uh, the end of the Cold War and uh, the beginning of what we now call globalization. At that time, we thought that democratization uh, was the destiny of uh, our future. What actually happened is an upsurge of ancient history. From the psychoanalytical point of view, it's interesting uh, the effect of the collapse of uh, the containing function of the political institutions. Uh, And this is, uh, unfortunately, something that it's not uh, uh, an isolated example. Maybe that uh, the Balkan Wars uh, are to be seen as uh, something that could also happen again in uh, those areas of the world where uh, the political order is not well established. The scholars of uh, geopolitical processes name this area of the world chaos land, as opposed to order land. Thank you so much, Dr. Foresti, for your valuable insights. And now we turn to Dr. Paolo Fonda from Trieste in Italy, which was, so to say, bordering the former Yugoslavia and was, interestingly, even occupied by Yugoslavian partisan forces for a short period of time after World War II. So, Dr. Fonda, why do you find interest in the Sofia group? Well, uh, Slovenian is my mother tongue, and I have lived all my life outside Yugoslavia, in Italy, in Trieste, but just a few kilometers from the border. And I have been, have been in continuous contact with what was happening there on cultural, political, and also psychoanalytical fields. So in with one foot, I am, let's say... I have been in Yugoslavia too. In the 90s, just when we were collaborating to establish in Yugoslavia psychoanalytic societies, IPA psychoanalytic societies, the war began and I was shocked by what was happening. One night at my home, I was awakened by shooting on the border. Then we collaborated with some colleagues from abroad trying to give some containment to Yugoslavian psychoanalysts and psychotherapists burned out by their patients' traumas. They were working with soldiers, refugees, and survivors from concentration camps and were terribly overloaded. Mm -hmm. And uh, which impressions did you have about the war that was going on during the 90s? Well, I think that the World War II in Yugoslavia was uh, an exceptional situation. One million and two hundred thousand casualties on a 15 million Yugoslav population, it's almost 8%. It was the fourth more traumatized country in the world after Poland that has 16, Soviet Union 15, and Germany 10%. Let us just consider that the UK had just less than 1% and Italy 1%. So the Yugoslav tragedy in World War II 
was due to the intermingling of three wars at the same time. The fight against the German and Italian invaders, the communist revolution, and the civil nationalistic war among Yugoslavian nations. Uh, I think also that uh, groups are not traumatized, traumatized only by what they suffered, but also by what they perpetrated. And still we have not to uh, forget, forget that in World War I in Serbia died one million of people on almost five millions, more than 20%. Altogether, it's enormous amount of traumas transmitted to next generations. And uh, what do you think about the elaboration of these traumas? I think that such an amount of traumas couldn't start to be elaborated soon, but should be split and denied for decades. So as it happened in almost all uh, European countries. This was indispensable to allow people to survive, to protect some split space in which it could be still possible to laugh, give birth, raise child, a child and trust to a better future. Therefore, after the war, the Second World War, enormous traumas, instead of being elaborated, were petrified in the ideology and mythology of the totalitarian regime. This ruled for almost 50 years, functioning as a reassuring cover, but not much as a psychic container. And traumas transmitted to following generation and the paranoid schizoid position of the nationalisms and of the communist ideology intoxicated the container function of the group. This just delayed the explosion that happened then in the 90s. Okay, and uh, in your opinion, what may be the function of a group like Sofia? I think that for large groups, the analytic function to help elaboration of traumas could be performed by culture literature, history, philosophy, science, etc., and psychoanalysis as knowledge on human mind functioning is part of this culture. Groups, activities like Sophia's could give a significant contribution. It is an interesting approach to listen to patients, to the group reverie, and try to discover what is hidden. The concept of golden repair seems excellent and very appropriate. The process of reconciliation, possibly only in a depressive position, is long and difficult, but it cannot disregard the elaboration also of one's own guilt and responsibility. Thinking only about crimes and sufferings perpetrated by the enemy may just reinforce the paranoid schism position and make reconciliation impossible. In such cases, memories are only used as weapons against the other. So, as you're our last speaker, could you sum up the podcast with few ending remarks? 
Well, I would say that uh, the alterity of the other can never be completely clarified and is always somehow uncanny. Uh, Bion told how the meeting with the other produces always an emotional storm. Those who meet are also afraid of each other. Perhaps this may happen also when groups meet. But this will appear, it should appear in the reverie of the group and could be discussed and usefully elaborated. Dear audience, this was the first podcast made by the Sophia Peer Group, and I think that thanks to Dr. Giovanni Foresti and Dr. Paolo Fonda, we managed to at least outline some directions in which our group is going. Please do not hesitate to contact us via our official email or website, and thank you for listening, and thank you all the guests in this podcast. Goodbye.